The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Honest Art Podcast. I'm your host, Jody King. As an artist for 20 years, instructor, speaker, author, and fellow rebel, I've worked with thousands of people around the world, from beginners to established artists, helping them create their strongest art and build a career doing what they love. So if you are ready to have a little fun while you learn about art, creativity, building a thriving art business, and living a bold, audacious life, you are in the right place. Also, if you're considering going pro in your art business, grab the PDF in the show notes on the five things they don't teach you in art school. All right, let's get messy. Let's face it. Walking into an art supply store can make any red-blooded artist a little weak at the knees. I mean, it's like the smell of the paint when you walk in and then those glowing colors of the unused pastels everywhere, those fresh, untouched bristles on the brushes in all kinds of different sizes. It's just, I don't know, I think it's just freaking intoxicating. And it can be almost impossible to walk in and get only the thing that you went in for. It's kind of like Target. But we could easily just freaking break the bank with all of the things that we want to buy. So today we're going to talk about how we can feel like we're not going without, but we're also saving money on art supplies. Are you ready? Let's get messy. Okay, this first one, it's like magic. Well, that's how I felt. Like it was magic when I I first did it. So what it is, is rather than throwing away those brushes that have dried paint on them, you can revive your old brushes with Murphy's oil soap. So if you're not in the U.S., which I, I, you know, I hope you're able to get Murphy's oil soap, But I don't know what is in this, you know, magic concoction, but I can tell you it, it just freaking works. So like if you've ever forgotten to wash a brush or even just put it in water and then you come back the next day or even the next week and you find the bristles on your brush are stiff as a board, that's what I'm talking about. So, um, before you run out and duplicate that brush, um, just put the brush Um, like all the bristles all the way up in the Murphy's oil soap. So you just put, pour this, the soap in a container and fully submerge the brush bristles in it and just let it sit for a few days. Now, a question I get is like, do you put any water or dilute the um, Murphy's oil soap? And you don't, Um, I don't know what happens. I don't know what's in it, like I said, but there's something in just the pure soap 
that breaks down the the dried paint that's that's in the breast uh, the bristles and it's like magic. It has been I can't even tell you it's been a lifesaver for me and my ADD brain so many times. Um, so that's that's a big tip. And like I said, I thought it was like magic when I first learned it. Uh, all right, number two on saving money on art supplies. That's going to be. Um, when it comes to your paint palette. So what I used to do is, I think this goes back to going into the art supply store and seeing all the things. And I remember walking by um, the palette paper. Have you guys seen that? Where you can buy sheets of palette paper. And it's really cool um, because I used to use cafeteria trays and I would just put a big piece of palette paper on top of the cafeteria tray and I put all my paint in there to mix. But, you know, after each time, you know, then you've got to throw away that palette paper and you've got to buy more palette paper and it just, it can get expensive. So now um, what I do is if I, especially if I'm going to mix a lot of paint, which I, I always do, um, I use HDX, again, HDX, plastic sheeting. Um, I buy it in the four millimeter rolls. And while I don't love that it's plastic, the thing is, is that one roll will usually last me for years. Um, and one of the, one of the great things about it, you know, one of the reasons it lasts is because once the paint dries, then you could just peel up that dried paint and reuse the HDX plastic sheeting. Another thing is when you peel up that that paint, a lot of artists like to use that that paint, you know, because it comes right up as and they call them skins. And then you can then glue those skins um, or adhere those skins to another painting. It's really it's really pretty cool. But I do acknowledge that it's plastic and not everybody wants to do that. Um, if that's you, there is another tip and that is you can get a big piece of glass. I think you can have that cut at a hardware store. I know you can get the HDX plastic sheeting at a hardware store. You can get it on Amazon, but um, I think you can also get a big piece of glass cut. And then um, what I've seen some artists do is they, again, they just let that dry. They let the paint dry and they mix the paint on the glass, let it dry, and then they peel it up or they scrape it off or something like that. So that is also an option, especially if you don't want to, uh, you know, just you want something that's more like you can use over and over again, reusable. And then lastly, what I've seen some artists do, which is kind of handy, um, is just to simply get wax paper. And the wax paper actually kind of acts like the, the palette paper does. And um, you can just roll out. Also, it's handy because you can usually get it at a grocery store or something like that. But it's cheaper than that palette paper. The only thing is it's not quite as reusable. So, you know, that's why I always go back to the, um, the HDX plastic sheeting for myself. But again, it's just a, it's just a great way to save some money on, on your palette. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but real quick, I've got something going on right now that if you're an artist looking to find your true voice or style, or you're just simply ready to take your meh art to 
fine art, you know, the kind of art that is hung in galleries and museums, then I'm offering a six-week honest art boot camp for artists to do exactly that. And during the six weeks, I'll be teaching live. This is not a recording. I'm going to be with you live every week teaching on how to find your voice and style, as well as techniques that every artist should know. Plus, we're going to have weekly art critiques and workbooks on how to find your why, on how to get unstuck, free meditations, and tons more. And so we kick this off the week of February 5th, but you can still join up until February 16th. Just use the link in the show notes to sign up. And by the way, the first week is entirely free, so there's nothing to lose. See you there. The next tip for saving money on art supplies is what to do when you mix too much paint and now you've got unused paint and you don't want to waste it. Um, So what I like to do is I, whenever I order uh, you know, Thai food or any kind of food to go. And it comes in these throwaway plastic containers. I like to save those. And then I use them in my studio. Baby food jars are another good way to do this, or maybe even like small pickle jars or something like that. But you can reuse these plastic containers or these plastic jars. And when then when you have leftover paint that you didn't use, you can just store them in those jars. I know a lot of people also um, they use those jars like they like to mix their own paint colors and put them in there. So that's fun to have as well. Uh, but yeah, I know just, I know we don't want to, to, uh, waste paint. And so that's something that we can do so that we don't waste that unused paint. Another thing that I have done so as not to waste paint, especially if I'm creating a collection or something that I really like the color palette and I want to come back to it the next day and use it, uh, or maybe even later in the day. And that is, I, I have a spray bottle handy, and I will mist the paints that were unused prior to, you know, leaving the studio or leaving that session. So I will mist them, and then I'll cover them with a piece of plastic so that they stay moist And um, when I come back the next day they'll be ready to go. Sometimes they'll be a little thicker, but I can, I can usually uh, dilute them a little bit and it'll work out. All right. Next tip for saving money on art supplies. And that is those big, wonderful brushes, those fat brushes that we love to use. Um, You know, especially if you like to paint with, you know, larger paintings, the size of your brushes really, really matters. And you're going to need those larger brushes. But the only problem is that those large brushes that, you know, you purchase at you know, an art supply store, those can get really freaking expensive. And by that, I mean like $80 or more just for one of those brushes. So my tip is to get those larger brushes from the hardware store. And um, what I like to do is get the best quality brush that you can find rather than the cheap ones. Cause you know, there's going to be all of that. You know, you can get brushes at the hardware store for a dollar. 
uh, or you can get them. They're a little better. Maybe they're $15 or they're $20, but don't be tempted to get those really, really cheap larger ones because those tend to shed. So the cheap ones, those bristles tend to come out and they'll shed on your paintings. Again, learn this the hard way. Um, so just buy the large brush, buy like the best quality you can for the price. Don't get the really, the really cheap ones. Next thing that, um, I like to do to save money in, and this is probably my biggest expense, if I'm being honest, and that is buying canvas that can be, as y'all know, that can just really take it out of your wallet. So, um, what I do is I like to buy canvases in bulk rather than one at a time. And what I often do is I buy canvases from Jerry's Artorama.com. We can put that in the show notes because uh, I know it's kind of a tongue twister or dickblick.com. Um, that's when, when I buy in bulk, especially, uh, and oh my gosh, especially when they're running a sale, because when that happens, when you buy in bulk, and when they're on sale, you can so often get them discounted um, like by a third or I've even seen it where they're discounted by half of the regular price. Plus, <laughs> this keeps you from having to run to the art supply store every time you needed a new canvas. Um, or another thing that I like to do is, you know, for canvas, you can buy big rolls of unstretched canvas. So you don't even have to buy it raw. You can buy that, uh, the canvas already gessoed. They're just not going to be stretched, you know, on the canvas bars. You can buy the tools to stretch them yourself, or you can pay to have somebody restretch the canvas for you or not maybe restretch, but just simply stretch the canvas for you. There's lots of people out there that would do that. And, um, you know, an advantage of buying unstretched canvas is if you ship to people internationally or maybe not even internationally, if you ship to anywhere, you can ship a rolled canvas for a lot cheaper than you ship a canvas that's already been stretched. So just when it comes to canvases in general, I always buy in bulk when I can and on sale. By, so that saves a shit ton of money. Or you can, if even that's just a little bit out of your budget, buy unstretched canvas, paint on that, and then have it stretched afterwards. The next one, beware of shiny object syndrome. Maybe this just comes up for me because of my uh, squirrel ADD brain, but this has recently come up for me because I had to pack up my studio uh, to move to a new space. And as I was packing up, I realized I had so many things from like 15 to 20 years ago that I had never used. Some of them were still in boxes. And that was because every time I had walked into an art supply store, I wanted to buy every freaking cool thing that I saw and I often did thinking, oh, this will be amazing. I'll use this one day. And, you know, here we are 15 to 20 years later, and I've still got some of those things in boxes. So 
just keep in mind that is this like, am I really going to use this in the next? I, I like to say, look, if, if I'm going to use this in the next month, okay. But this is this is just kind of a Sunday. I hope maybe I should. That would be really fun one day. Then it's a no for me. And <laughs> it just reminds me, I went to an art supply store once and uh, I walked past the aisle of all the like woodworking tools. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're really cool tools uh, like for, for carving into woodwork. And I was like, ooh, wouldn't that be fun to have all these tools and I could carve different things. I'm like, what the fuck? I am never actually going to do that. So yeah, I I suggest avoiding shiny object syndrome. I, it's not rocket science. You can make a list and before you go into the store, that's helpful, um, or just buy online. But anyway, it broke my heart when I had to throw away a lot of the things I had bought years ago that I just didn't use, like pens had dried up, you know, cans of spray paint I couldn't use anymore. They had gone bad, just such a waste of money. So avoid shiny object syndrome. And then lastly, you can really spend a lot of money on paint. And this is tricky because it is really important to not buy the cheapest paint out there. And if you have done this, like I did, especially when I first started, I was just price shopping. I'm like, you know what? That's the cheapest paint. That's the paint I'm going to buy. But what happens is the the cheap paint is cheap paint for a reason. It's because they haven't used very much um, pigmentation within the paints itself. So there's more like solvents and things like that. It's not the actual pigmentation of um, you know of the color. So without that, what happens is you can paint a painting and be like, oh, that looks really cool, and you walk away from it. And you come back later and it's dried and it looks totally different because the paints didn't dry in the same color or they certainly didn't dry in the same values than than when it was wet. So I always, it's kind of a fine line. You want to buy the best quality paint you can, but again, it's a place that we can also spend a lot of money. So what I do, and this is not going to be any surprise to to any of you who've been around me for very long, but my favorite paint brand is Nova Color Paint. And I, I love them. And by the way, they're not paying me to say this, but I love them because they have a high pigment concentration. Um, and you know, like I said, if you've ever walked away from painting and come back and say, thought, what the hell, it's not going to take you long to go, you know what, I need to use better quality paints. And then the other thing about Nova is they only sell direct to artists. So you can't buy them at an art supply store. And what that means is, yeah, that might be a little inconvenient, but the good news is there's no middleman. So they're not selling that paint to an art supply store, and then that art supply store is doubling that at, at least and then selling that to you. So in, in many cases, you are paying half what some of those other really uh, high quality but more expensive brands are going to charge you. So, you know, you're never going to keep me or any other artist, honestly, out of an art supply store that would be like telling me not to shop for shoes and that is not ever going to happen but hopefully these tips tips will help you save a little money and maybe with that you can spend a little extra on shoes but let me just recap okay so 
number one, you can revive those old brushes. And, and I didn't say this, but you can also revive those palette knives that the paint has dried on. You can also use that on palette knives. So you can revive your old brushes and tools with Murphy's oil soap. Uh, rather than using disposable palettes, you can use uh, HDX plastic sheeting or glass or something like that. Uh, number three, you can use your um, the paint that, that is left over, you know, all that unused paint that you don't want to waste. You can use old to-go containers and uh, you can also save that paint by just misting them and covering them. You can save money by buying large brushes from an art supply store. You can buy canvas in bulk or you can buy it unstretched. Uh, beware of that shiny object syndrome. And then last night, lastly, you can save money on, on paint by using brands like Nova Color Paint. So that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe to it so you can get notified each week of when a new episode drops. And of course, if you like what you hear, if you found it valuable, please rate and review it. If you didn't like what you hear, <laughs> you didn't find it valuable. Don't worry about it. You don't need to do anything. Just keep on moving. Um, anyway, when you rate and review it, it also helps other people to find the podcast on their search for great content too. So thank you so much for joining me again this week. Appreciate it so much. And until next week. Have a, a great week and I'll talk to you soon.